This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Cruise Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the on air. air. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. And welcome to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. Hello, everyone. It's Fred Staub at the wheel behind the office desk. Being socially distant, as always, Les Jackson is here as well. A little under the weather this week, so you may not hear him as much, but uh, he is still here, and we are ready to take you on a ride around the automotive industry and... Well, first story, leaks, leaks, and more leaks. No, we haven't changed this show over to a plumbing show. We're going to tell you about plenty of car industry news leaking out this week, including Subaru's future lineup and complete pricing for the new F-150. So a lot of info out there. People in the know. Well-placed sources, as they would say. All coming out with some information and we'll share that with you ford is aggressively targeting tesla with the mach-e another little uh, nugget there they we have some information on how they plan to market it against tesla and tell you why it's better than tesla and did i say tesla less because hmm. as the tesla turns this edition this week this week employees are the first to buy the Cybertruck. And Tesla rival Rivian says the lawsuit is a smear. Not something you put on a bagel in New York. Smear, smear campaign. <laughs> <laughs> you know. um, and we're going to talk tech. The first electric vehicle certified by the EPA with a 500-mile range. Certified, that does not mean adding 300 pounds of air, uh, 300 pounds of air pressure to the tires or something like that. This is a real deal electric car that gets a 500-mile range certified by the EPA using its techniques to match it against other cars. So we will tell you what model that is. You may not recognize the manufacturer, at least I didn't, but uh, we'll tell you about that. And Jaguar has a great way for you to celebrate the 60th anniversary of the E-Type. But you better bring some money because it's undoubtedly going to be very expensive. So, uh, and E-Type, of course, one of my favorite cars. It, uh, it, the article that uh, was talking about this had some interesting information when it was first revealed to the press. Somebody drove it from Coventry to... Uh, sweden at high speed to get it there on time for the press event <laughs> just picture it coming in you know with the with its brakes glowing and uh, and you know engine hot and running in but we're gonna have all that and at the and at the wheel review of the mazda cx30 premium edition crossover so plenty to get to here on cruise control radio check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com where you can like us on facebook and follow us on Twitter. We'll be right back. 
Listen to the live feed of Cruise Control Radio every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com to find out how to do it. Is your car starting to show its age? Over time, paint becomes oxidized, faded, and scratched. But you can restore that tired paint and repair those scratches with the paint restoration system from 3M. It's an affordable way to make those repairs in your garage in just one afternoon with basic tools. The kit contains all of the restoration products and polishing pads you need to bring your vehicle's paint back to like-new condition. For more information, visit www.3mcarcare.com. Cruise control. Leaking, leaking, leaking. Leaks all over. And we're going to bring you some of these leaks about what's going on in the automotive industry, new products, new pricing, all that and more. Hello, welcome back to Cruise Control Radio. It's Fred Staub and Les Jackson. The show you've dialed into is Cruise Control Radio. Of course, it's all about the automotive industry, information you can use. Maybe you're thinking about buying a new car and uh, you want to know what's coming up in the future so you make the right choice. We're the show for you. So let's get to this. This information was uh, leaked uh, on a site called gr86.org. And you and I, Les, have talked about these two cars, the Subaru BRZ and the Toyota 86. Of course, they are uh, the same car, basically, um, but with uh, each model gets its own manufacturer's touches. They all have a boxer engine from Subaru, even though the Toyota is sold as the Toyota 86. They are two-door coupe cars, rear drive, about 200 horsepower, uh, and we think they make cool cars. They have not sold real well, and there was a lot of talk, would there be future versions of these cars? I don't know why they don't sell well, because to me, that is either A, a great first performance car or it is a great car for auto crossing you know it's a it's a lot of a lot of cool cool stuff out there too to modify these cars so anyway uh this gr86.org uh the username was s-t-o-o-k has shared a shot of subaru's future product lineup for the next couple of years which sounds like it came potentially from a dealer meeting or who knows where they got it. But it does involve a new BRZ that will go into production in the spring of 2021. Uh, And that means that there'll also be a Toyota 86. Uh, And this information says the horsepower is going to bump up from 205 to 260 horsepower. Uh, and, uh, that is because it's going to get the more powerful 2.4 liter engine that might do something for sales. That sounds like a, a great injection of power. And, uh, that this shot also, uh, typically you see these presentations at dealer meetings and that's so they want to keep the dealer's interest and show them. It also showed the new WRX, which will be coming in the fall of 2021, and then uh, it is coming actually before the vehicle is p- based on the new Impreza, which will arrive around 2023. And then the high-performance WRX STI, 
is slated for arrival in the fall of 2022. And then in the spring of 2022, you'll see Subaru's EV uh, that is being developed by Toyota. And that will use the name that you never felt was great, but uh, it's going to use it anyway, Evoltis. It's going to have a range of about 300 miles. And then all of that in 2021, you're going to see wilderness, edition, wilderness editions of uh, the Forester and Outback. And then the new Crosstrek uh, is slated to arrive in early 2023. So a little bit of a roadmap from this slide that was shared on gr86.org uh, of what is coming for uh, Subaru. Now, as we said, these are what they... They put these things out at uh, dealer meetings to keep them interested. So I'm thinking this was probably taken at a dealer meeting or who knows where, but more than likely it was a dealer meeting. But it, it kind of lays it all out. I'm, I'm glad to see that the BRZ and the Toyota 86 are making the cut. Uh, I just think they're good cars, and uh, I haven't driven one of them in a long time. Have you, Les? No. Mm -mm. No. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think there, that's something we'd like to check out, especially with more horsepower. Uh, but it kind of lays it out there. Now, our other big leak of the week was that of, uh, the F-150 pricing range and, uh, pretty detailed information, uh, that, uh, kind of been laid out, um, by Cars Direct, well, Cars Direct actually gave us a range of pricing on the new F-150 for 2021. That was the F-150 XL regular cab, the base model. Don't see these regular cabs very much anymore. Four by two. Starts at 30635 while the top tier limited <laughs> starts at 72520 Now, what is all the other prices in, in between? Well, the F-150 Gen 14 Forum got a hold of a new price sheet, and we're going to share that with you if you're a new F-150 buyer, or even if you're not, when we come back on Cruise Control Radio with Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Stay tuned. We are your on-air automotive magazine. For the latest updates on Cruise Control, follow us on Twitter at Cruise Control Rad. That's C-R-U-I-S-E-C-T-R-L. R-A-D. Cruise Control Rad. Cruise Control. Welcome back. Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. Fred Staub, Les Jackson. We are here. Les is a little quiet this week. He's dialing in his new voice, which is going to be sounding like this. <laughs> Yeah, having a little problem with his voice this week, but no problem. He is along for the ride, as he always is. And uh, right before the break, we were telling you about some of this pricing information that kind of leaked out this week on the brand-new F-150, recently introduced F-150. And we told you we were given a range at first, starting at 30635 and going up to 72520 That came from Cars Direct. Now, 
the F-150 Gen 14 Forum has a new price sheet. And, uh, <laughs> wow, it gets pretty beefy at the top. Of course, remember, these are base prices for these models. Uh, the regular XL 4x2 cab, 30635 That's including the $1,695 destination. Then I guess XLT, let's say a uh, let's say a, a crew cab XLT. Right? Uh, oh, do they have the crew cab? No, they just have a regular cab XLT four by four. Give you an idea of the range here. Forty thousand one seventy. Uh and then if you get into the super cab. Lariat 4x4, 50,315. Hold on, it keeps going less. Super Crew Cab, King Ranch 4x4, 61,450. A Super Crew Platinum 4x4, 64,230. Topping off at a Super Crew Limited 4x4, 75,945. And uh, that, and that's plus options. So, uh, you know, super the Super Crew option list can top $35,000. So my question was, to less, can you have a $100,000 F-150 and potentially, how, however many boxes you check off, you can. <laughs> God, it's, yeah. It's crazy. And the... Some of these packages are huge. Um, there's an equi equipment group 502A, uh, which adds 6920 The luxury 502A package adds 6795 So as Les said, you can just <laughs> crank these things up into the stratosphere. Uh, whatever happened to rubber mats and a floor shift? And a metal dash, gone. <laughs> Just completely mm -hmm. gone. They will be great vehicles, but I tell you, you have to go with a pen that has very little ink in it to check off those boxes. Because if you start ticking off boxes, you're, you could theoretically be at six figures. And that's a lot of money to spend on a pickup truck. Remember, these things used to do work. Like you throw stuff in the <laughs> bed and haul stuff around with them and, you know, uh, use it as a work truck. Uh, that is a lot of money, a lot of money, a lot of money. Uh, and then I'm sure if you get into the heavy duty models, it must be over a hundred thousand dollars. If you get a heavy duty model crew cab dually with diesel and all the goodies, it must be over a hundred thousand dollars for sure. Easy. So there you have it, a little bit of uh, pricing information for for you if you're thinking about an F-150. Of course, these numbers are subject to change. This just comes from that uh, forum. Uh, they got to look at this, and these may not be the final numbers. It's still a ways away, too, to being in dealers. So, uh, But once again, if you want more information, <laughs> yes, as Les says, comes with free floor mats and a full tank of gas for for a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> we'll throw in that and an air freshener and pine cone 
uh, <laughs> all free for you today. The uh, That all information comes from the F-150 Gen 14 Forum. I didn't realize this is the 14th generation of the F-150. I guess that's what that means. Wow. That's a lot, wow. lot of uh, changes along the line. So there you have it. Um, also leaked out, and I don't know if this is so much leaked out as it was uh, presented uh, to uh, the internet, to the Mach-E Club forum, was uh, it looks, this, this uh, graphic looks like it came from uh, a dealer training seminar where, you know, People will say, well, you know, I'm coming in looking at this Mach-E, but, you know, Tesla's Model Y, blah, blah, blah. So to prep the salespeople for these things, they have talking points ready to go at why you should buy a Mach-E versus a Model Y. And I guess it's not bad that this information gets out of me. Obviously, Tesla knows that they're going to be coming after him with the Mach-E. But this comes from the Mach-E forum, and they talk about range, and they note they denote the various advantages of the Mach-E, such as rear-wheel drive, which isn't offered on the Model Y currently. And they one of the big selling features that Ford is going to use in any of its electric vehicles is they are still buyers are still eligible. For uh, the $7,500 federal tax credit, which, remember, goes by manufacturer and models sold. I think it was something like 250,000 cars sold. They got $7,500 off for the first 250,000 cars, something like that. There's some number. Tesla has expended that, so they no longer can give you a discount. GM has expended that, too. But not Ford, because Ford hasn't really been playing in the EV world. And so they are highlighting this like, guess what? Oh, by the way, you'll get a $7,500 federal tax credit if you buy a Mach-E versus a Model Y. So it's going to get downright competitive, the EV world. And uh, I don't know, as we talked about in the last hour, we... We'll have to see what that means for Tesla, but it's going to get out downright competitive. And I'm wondering if you will see incentives on Teslas and things like that, or or does Elon Musk not? That would be like an insult to say, well, you know, we're going to put some cash on the hood and uh, give you some low financing or give you some, uh, you know, three thousand dollars off or, or something like that. I don't. I don't think. Maybe they won't do that because they kind of shun things that are normal in the automotive industry. But they also are highlighting the lower starting price and the tax credit. And uh, the base Mach-E undercuts the Model 3 by $1,595. So interesting, interesting kind of the future EV battles coming up. And I think the Mach-E will do well. I think it's, I had a chance, gosh, it seems many months ago to see that vehicle. And I thought it was pretty cool. I thought a lot of thought went into it. Um, I thought it looked good. I was not turned off by the fact that it was called Mustang. Um, and uh, I think they'll do well with it. I really do. I think, I think it's a cool looking vehicle. 
has some of the styling cues of a Mustang, and they thought about a lot of different scenarios with it. Uh, give it. I remember the one thing the <laughs> the guy giving the talk was like six foot five or six foot seven, and we said, "Can you fit in the back seat?" And he goes, "Yeah, I can." And and I said, "Well, prove it. You're right here." And he sat down in there and he fit and still had room over his head. So <laughs> it's like, now that you're here and the car is here, why don't you just sit down in there? But I think it will do well. But uh, we're coming up on our break, one of our breaks here. Uh, when we come back, t- speaking of Tesla, we have our edition of As the Tesla Turns, some interesting information from the company. We'll also be talking tech about a 500-mile EV and a great way to celebrate one of Jag's classic, super classic cars, the E-Type. All that and more on Cruise Control Radio when we come back. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control Radio. Get the organ out, get ready, because it is time for As the Tesla Turns. Yes, that's right. Our weekly update on all the drama as as Elon Musk's company continues on. This week, uh, interesting stories, two stories for you, actually. Uh, he's come up with an interesting way to beta test his cyber truck. And that is the first people to be able to buy the cyber truck, that futuristic pickup truck that is going to take on things like the F-150 we were just talking about. Uh, the first models will be sold or made available to employees. So not only do you get to buy it, you get to test it. It's like an extra, <laughs> mm. um, which reminds me of a job. I won't mention it, but there's one network that I worked at, TV network, and they suggested to boost the ratings that we all go home and watch the primetime shows. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's like, that's like, let's boost the, uh, you know, you're making some widget Let's all buy like a hundred of them ourselves so our sales numbers will look good. But uh, this comes from Clean Technica website, and they say that this is a way for uh, Elon Musk to do R&D and get some of the folks that work for him into the latest and greatest cars. The single-motor rear-wheel drive vehicles expected to begin production in late 2020, expected being the key word there. So uh, there you have it. You can build it and test it. All there. Build it and test it <laughs> for, for uh, the folks over at Tesla. Uh, also, uh, on our As the Tesla Turns um, segment, Rivian, who is uh, a well-financed upstart uh, electric vehicle manufacturer, of course, is being sued. Tesla is accusing Rivian of poaching some of their key employees, saying that they 
left the company, went to work for Rivian, and took with them some secrets. Uh, well, Rivian has just said that lawsuit is just a smear campaign, and I'm sure they'll be countersuing as well. So, interesting times as the Tesla <laughs> turns. Uh, but uh, there's never a shortage of stories when it comes to Elon Musk, for sure. And we will keep you up to date on Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. And while we're on the topic of electric cars, this is very cool. Uh, of course, range and range anxiety are the big uh, points when it comes to electric cars. Currently, I'm driving the Bolt EV, which I think was one of the first uh, vehicles to uh, break the 200-mile range. I think it's got 250-mile range. Um, and now it's it's doubled. The Lucid, it's a manufacturer, Lucid Air, that is their model. So the Lucid Air is claiming and has been, has been certified by the EPA to have a 500-mile EPA range rating. A matter of fact, 517 miles, which beats the Tesla Model S's 402-mile range by 115 miles. So it is the, officially the first certified 500-mile EV that was offered f by for evaluation. That is pretty cool. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure when we'll see this thing. That has a drag coefficient of 0.21, also besting Tesla's Model S, which bo boasts a 0.24 drag coefficient. Um. It's in, it's incredible, uh, and and also apparently powerful, and you won't get this range if you experience this one, which has eighteen hundred horsepower, tri motor Lucid Air. Obviously, this is going to be a high end vehicle, and it looks like they're only going to sell them at twenty stores across the country. Uh, but that is quite some technology, uh, and quite some range, and I think that would really end range anxiety because you'd be able to take a trip, go there, come back, and then charge it at home. Um, and I'm certain it will be able to be charged along the way at and many of the other uh, charge points and EV uh, charging areas. So um, it is uh, big news, and it's certainly going to get even bigger as more of this technology rolls out. Wouldn't you agree, Les? Yeah, definitely. And um, I know if you're with me, uh, you're with me on this list that the Jag E-Type uh, is uh, one of the most beautiful cars ever made. And certainly, it's a, uh, if you say Jaguar, that's what I think of. I know you've restored at least one of them, maybe more, mm -hmm. more than uh, one, I'm not sure. But it is uh, next year going to celebrate its 60th anniversary and Jaguar Classic is creating six matched pairs of the iconic sports car that will form the E-Type 60 collection. So each pair pays tribute to the famous 9600 HP and the 77 RW models. These debuted at the Geneva Auto Show back in March of 1961. So you get two cars, Les. 
from that. And remember, they're only making six match pairs, two cars. Uh, and there, one is finished in opalescent gunmetal gray, the 3.8 liter fixed head Jaguar E type, which uh, is the 9600 HP. Uh, and then also uh, they have the drop head uh, version as well. So you, you cannot buy one of these, you know, at a time you have to buy them as a matched set. Uh, and, and legend has it that the night before the cars launch public relations manager, Bob Berry drove flat out at 150 miles an hour from Coventry in the UK to Switzerland and arrived with only minutes to spare for, for demonstration drives. Wow. That is that is pretty crazy, isn't it? True. True. Yep. Yeah. And I believe the color of the drop head convertible edition is called flat out something. Meaning I guess that's what what it's his drive. Um so typically a Jaguar's classic reborn E type costs around three hundred and fifty five thousand. But you can't just buy one of these, so you're going to buy two. So I'm wondering if they're all sold out already. Think about that, Les. That's an, that is a collector's wow. edition, a match set. Would you drive them if you got them? It'd be a shame not to, wouldn't it? I would. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love that, Go, going to the press event at 100 50 miles an hour <laughs> through Europe. Nothing bad can happen there. <laughs> mm. uh, maybe they maybe they should have scheduled a little bit differently and used a transporter truck, but they would never got it there at 150 miles an hour. A truck wouldn't be able to do that. But interesting history and a great way to celebrate history. Um, I, I, uh, I'm also just excited about that, that, that you can buy from Aston and... Jaguar and old new new old car, which I think is is pretty cool. So, a uh, couple of recalls to tell you about. Uh, Corvette is doing its first virtual recall to ensure no one gets trapped in the front the front trunk. Um, and they are fixing this with an update over the air update to Corvette's body control module uh, that will allow the uh, see in the dark. Uh, what would you call pole to be used uh, so you can get out of the frunk. Interesting too, there have been a lot of reports of the frunk door flying open. And of course it comes up, does damage to the body and blocks your view of the windshield. There's some reports of this uh, causing a lot of damage to the vehicles. And there's a, the theory is they're also going to do an over the air recall of this as well. So basically you will just get the update, but here's another recall. You won't be able to get to fix over the air products because the 2020 F-150, 2015 to 2018 Edge, Lincoln MKX and 2020 Lincoln Corsair are subject to this. Over 550,000 vehicles ranging, uh, the defects range from a fire hazard to a potential loss of braking power. And uh, there have been problems with uh, front brake jounce hoses. They call them flex lines, of course. And uh, 
rear clearance of uh, rear suspension springs. So if you have any one of those vehicles, you might be getting a notice on that. Hey, we're going to have an at-the-wheel review of the Mazda CX-30 Premium Edition up next, so stay tuned. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Feeling a little dim? Don't blame your brain or the weather. Hazy headlights may be the problem. Hazed or cloudy plastic headlights can reduce your vehicle's visibility on the road, making it very difficult to see the road and for other cars to see you. Now you can restore plastic headlight lenses to like new clarity with the Lens Renewal Kit from 3M, an easy-to-use solution for removing the yellowing and hazing that reduces headlight performance and visibility. For more information, visit www.3mcarcare.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio. I'm Fred Staub, and we have an at-the-wheel review this time. It is a Mazda CX-30 crossover that was uh, revealed back at the Geneva Auto Show. Remember those? Yep, they used to have them. Uh, back in 2019. And it uh, sort of slots in between the CX-3 and the CX-5. Uh, very car-like, very hatchback-like. Uh, I would say it's more like a big... Um, hatchback than it is a crossover ours was the premium had the premium package it was in a very cool color something they call poly metal gray metallic i don't know if you uh, have been following car colors that much but there are a lot of vehicles that get this gray kind of uh, it's almost a battleship gray look but it, it really looks cool it's not metallic uh in most cases but in this case it was metallic there's a light light metallic to it nature to it uh and it looks kind of cool it looks kind of military it looks kind of uh as i said navy battleship gray um our interior color was black leather what's interesting about this vehicle nowadays most of them come with a 1.5 1.6 1.8 liter engine maybe two liter uh but this one's sky active g engine was a 2.5-liter four-cylinder, which is actually a big engine these days. But interestingly, it didn't have a lot of horsepower, 186 horsepower, 186 pound-feet of torque. Um, now, this car does very well. It's got a, uh, it was a safety pick, a 2020 IIHS top safety pick, the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety because of uh, all the, it did very well in uh, all the crash testing. Uh, and uh, that is a big plus if you're looking at it. Ours had the premium package, which includes active driving display, uh, which is a heads-up display, basically, that projects on the windshield. Adaptive front lighting system, meaning the headlights will turn as you go around the, uh, as you go around the corner. Cylinder deactivation for better fuel economy. Front and rear LED signature illumination headlights. Leather seats, paddle shifters, power tailgate, power sliding glass moonroof, and roof rails. Not sure if a lot of people use roof rails on these. Maybe they do. Maybe they're active lifestyle people with their uh, 
various watercraft that makes them an active lifestyle. When you sit in the vehicle, I found that the high belt line makes you kind of feel closed in. The, The belt line is very high and gets higher as it goes along the car. By the way, you can check out pictures of this vehicle. Uh, and that gray color, if you go over to our Cruise Control Radio Facebook page, we got a post up there now if you want to follow along with what we're talking about here, which is the uh, 2020 Mazda CX-30 in that uh, polymetal gray metallic, very cool color. But anyway, you feel like you're kind of uh, sitting in a bathtub. This has the, what they call the Coda styling, and uh, it is a very high belt line. That uh, gives the sweeping belt line that goes up as as you look at the vehicle. So not something I'm a fan of because that means your small your side windows get small. Uh, even though there was no visibility problems with the vehicle whatsoever, um, even with 186 horsepower, decent acceleration. I think one of the areas where the uh, CX30 falls down is the fact that. Uh, uh, the navigation system and the uh, especially the infotainment system when it comes to the audio system uh, was definitely hard hard to tune. There was no tuning knob. You know, my pet peeve on cruise control is you got to have a tuning knob. Well, they have the volume knob. The volume knob itself is on the center console, which is kind of a older placement for it. I believe Audi was one of the first to do that there. And then they have the large knob for going through the uh, various uh, menus. But uh, I found the I found it very counterintuitive on how to tune the radio. If you just want to tune to a Sirius XM channel, I found that hard to do. And it, it kind of stood out to me. Uh, I also found the nav system had a hard time with voice recognition. So I switched over to Android Auto, which worked perfectly. It is a cabled system, not a not a uh, wireless system. Um, and fuel economy, uh, fuel economy. It's rated at thirty-two highway, twenty-five city, for a twenty-seven mile per gallon overall rating. Um, you know, once again, due to the larger two point five liter engine, uh, that took a hit in fuel economy. I would like to see something closer into the upper 30s and um when you look at the horsepower like a a lot of two liters now a lot of two liter uh engines are up you know in close to 200 horsepower so um big displacement not a lot of horsepower decent acceleration uh difficult to use infotainment system the nice things about it though are the style I mean, it is very stylish looking. It's got the big grill in the front, short overhanging in the back. As I said, more of a hatchback to me than a crossover, but it is thought of a uh, as a crossover. Uh, it gets good safety ratings, which is great. You get the three packages, uh, select preferred or premium. As I mentioned, ours has premium and it kind of breaks out as as you go along uh, bigger wheels and uh you know uh better trim and satellite radio is kind of a highlight of the preferred package um and then uh the leather seats are, are the top of the line premium now total price for this vehicle MSRP was 29,600 
And we had a, a few optional, uh, more than likely dealer installed uh, options, including a frameless auto dim mirror, which was $275, navigation SD card, $450, uh, and uh, power sliding, glass moonroof, paddle shifters, and things like that all came with the premium package. Our total as tested price before destination was $30,325, uh, with de delivery processing and handling $1,045. So all in $31,370. Once again, great safety ratings on the vehicle. Just a couple of things I didn't like. One was the style with the the high belt line. And then the other was the infotainment system that was difficult to master. It Obviously, if you had the vehicle for several months you'd probably get used to it uh color display was an 8.8 .8 inch kind of uh, cropping up out of the dashboard that was fine and easy to see even in uh bright sunlight um but uh as i say not as intuitive i i don't think infotainment's ever been a strong point for mazda uh but not as intuitive as other systems to use that's the 2020 Mazda CX-30 at the wheel review. Love the color. That polymetal gray metallic color. Really, really cool. As I said, those grays are typically a non-metallic color, but in this case, it had some, some pop and flop to it, as they would say. Um, and uh, and that, that kind of made it stand out. That was very cool. Once again, check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Like us on Facebook. You can head over to Facebook and check out some photos of this uh, vehicle. We'll have more at-the-wheel vehicles coming up. Plenty, plenty in the pipeline. So stay tuned to Cruise Control Radio. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. We're going to see you all down the road. Cruise Control Radio is your on-air automotive magazine. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com for more information.